Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. I think Ramsey's on the phone, 916-909-1320. What's up, Ramsey? Not too, not too much, gentlemen. Quick boxing reference. I don't know if you heard, Kenny, but unfortunately, rest in peace to Mills Lane. I literally just saw that, man. That's that's uh, too bad, man. Rest in peace for sure. Yeah. But I, what I really want to get Mills Lane, there, also I'm... refereed, by the way, the, the famous uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Vince McMahon uh, celebrity death match uh, claymation on mm-hmm. MTV. Let's get it on. Yep. That was it. Yep. He had a judge yeah, show, too, I didn't want... he? Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm waiting for Aaron Judge, but I want to double back to the Deion, Deion Sanders conversation for a minute. I think it's, a, I think it's an outstanding move for Dion to take the next step and go to a, go to a Power 5 conference because what it's doing is showing that African-American coaches can get these type of opportunities if you're at a HBCU. I personally heard in the news, I had some info, inside information, I heard before it actually truly broke a few days beforehand, and there's a lot of recruits that are going to be going to Colorado I may personally know one just waiting for some information that may be going to Colorado, but I think it's a I think it's a wonderful move, and I don't understand the the backlash or the or the hate or whatever you want to call it towards Dion. I mean, it's a, it's showing that African American head coaches can get opportunities and get advancements. Yeah, can there can Dion? That's that's exactly what I was going to say. Um. That's exactly what was going through my mind. Is that's, it about black coaches getting a chance, or is it Deion Sanders getting a chance? That's the thing. And the other thing about it was, um, and to be honest with you, we got the professor coming on in about 18 minutes. Yeah. Or definitely talk Kings. But he, we were talking last night on JCU Vibes. He's writing about this Deion situation. So we could talk about it more then. But um, like I said, it was some of the things that, and he was doing his job, but it was the way Deion built up that job, you know, in the media and the things that he said and, you know, hyping up, saying, you know, I'm here to, you know, restore HBCUs and all this other stuff. You can make the argument he did that. He didn't have to stay 90 years to restore it. But, you know, he was there, what, two or two or three. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing about it that I, I – not all people that went to HBUs, HBCUs feel this way, but I was reading something from um, – I forgot who it was. Uh, it was uh, – the guy's a DJ – uh, but he was, you know, he just kind of was talking, just tweeting. And he's like, you know, this thing reminds me of what my father used to talk about uh, who went to an HBCU. And he said, you know, it's just a little disheartening to see these th- these kids playing at your Alabamas and, you know, your Floridas because they couldn't go there. And the, the football and the athletics at these HBCUs were so great because, you know, they weren't allowed to go to these institutions. But now that there was a way, you know, they, they opened it up and they were able to profit off these kids, they opened the doors, and now they're getting all these kids and taking them from the HBCUs. And there's a little bit of, uh, I'm sure there's a little bit of scar tissue for the, from that for 
alumni of HBCUs and people who support that. Like this, you know, you know what I mean? Like this yeah. has happened before. Like we have something so great. That's a microcosm of the America. Yeah. yeah. That's life. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not that it's right or, or, or excusable. It's that's yeah. Profiting off, off black people. That's music mm-hmm. arts sport. Yeah. It's what it is. And the whole thought of, for lack of a better term, all money in, um, you know, they yeah. there was there was a belief that Dion was going to start spearheading that movement. And to some people, he just was like everybody else. But you could but like I said, you could also make the argument he started it like he didn't have to stay forever for HBCU football to get a, a TV contract the way they did. I think they're with NBC Sports now. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Dion being there might have had something to do with that. And it's not going to go away because Dion's gone. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I, I see both sides of it. I understand both sides. I He went and took another job to school. I'm disappointed as Colorado. I feel like there's yeah, better jobs that the, you could take the, out there. The, that, that was kind of the other thing. You know, Colorado, I think, is far removed uh, from being a powerhouse, mm-hmm. though that could be a, a, a challenge that Dion is looking forward to. Um, but, again, I, I, I go back to the money part. It's thirty million dollars. Yeah. It is. It is nearly, nearly equal to what he made during his entire playing career. Mm. Again, Dion is not starving, but Dion's not LeBron either. Right. Dion. Dion's not. I, I, I mean, think about that. Dion Sanders, inarguably the greatest cornerback of all time. He's the greatest. Okay. Great. Greatest quarterback. Cornerback of all time. How much money does Patrick Mahomes make per year? So his whole career. How, how much money does Aaron Donald make per year? Yeah. Like it's the the, the 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 money that these guys made. You think about Charles Barkley and Patrick and those you know those those athletes of the eighties and the nineties. The money that they made is not equivalent to the money that these guys make. When you see that 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 Colorado's potentially throwing thirty million dollars at him, yeah, <laughs> you take that. Yeah, you take that, and like you know, you know we. You know how valuable all money in is to me, to to both of us, but yo, I got on. I, I'm buying Nikes. Yeah, I'm buying Jumpman. I mean, yeah. actively Black's got a nice sneaker out. I didn't drop my money in that. You know, you you know what I mean. Like it's it, it's tough. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it it's tough, man. Um, I, um, I'm anxious to talk. It would be fun to talk to Jason about this. Yeah, and and I'm, this is Dion's going to get his money. It's not going to be an issue. But I did see this <laughs> something about this. Wenzel Mack talks about it. He said some dude at Colorado or somebody said the guy at Colorado said he didn't even have the money yet, but he's going to pay. <laughs> did you see that? I didn't. I don't know if it was taken out of context or whatever, but I did see that. Um, that story Dion's gonna get all his money I didn't even see like I don't I don't even know that 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 the the, the, I don't even know that that money that is a hundred percent accurate like that is the 30 million that's for real like that's 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 the public offer that's what I've seen reported to I don't I don't I haven't seen the contract sign the contract big man sign the contract I'll I'll point this out as a 21 two-ish hour tease for for tomorrow because we've been asked about this a lot uh to talk about the the El Camino Grant thing uh with the young brother who who's uh being kept from playing ball we will uh we're going to do it with the experts Mm -hmm. uh we're going to talk with Joe Davidson uh tomorrow about the uh, high school playoffs about Grant's big game coming up this weekend. Um, you heard Chris Biederman; he's going to be covering that one, and uh, we'll talk to him about that about that situation going on at Grant as well. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this, so if I didn't, I will now. You're listening to D'Lo and Casey on KIFM West Sacramento, ninety-eight point five FM KRX QHD two Sacramento, ESPN thirteen twenty, driven by Lashers Elk Grove Dodge, always live on the free Odyssey app. What a day it has been, Aaron Judge. With the San Francisco Giants, briefly, <laughs> and then he wasn't. Now he, now, now, now the Yankees are still in play because Michael K said so. I just got a text that said the Sacramento Kings are still in play for Aaron Judge. <laughs> All sorts of things are going on right now. Twitter is an amazing place to be, uh, and we're following it as best we can. Will today be the day 
that Aaron Judge decides where he's going to play next season on the 30th anniversary in which Barry Bonds signed uh, with the San Francisco Giants, or when Bunny Bonds <laughs> signed uh, with the San Francisco Giants. Where were Giants. you when Barry Bonds signed with the Giants? Man, I was... Not, when was that, 92? You were like 12. I was, yeah, I was 12. Where were you? Not on Twitter. No, no idea. <laughs> I, I do not I You have don't no remember idea. where you were when Barry Bonds signed with the I Giants? I do not. Well, neither do I. But I, I, remember, no hearing, <laughs> I remember hearing... I remember hearing about I remember... Like, wow. Like, Barry Bonds, cool. I remember where I was when Chris Weber was traded here. I remember that. I vaguely remember. I remember that. exactly where I was. I feel like it was raining. Uh, bro, what? No, I feel like it was. Raining Is this that like day. your 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 rain on the day that the Forty ers <laughs> play no, the Cardinals? I, in I, a remember, month? I feel like I was in the car. And like driving home from us, uh, I wasn't driving, but I was getting driven home right. from school. Um, I felt like it was a, a rainy day. And I was mad. I, was I like, remember. Ex- I remember exactly. I was. I was. I was at. I was at. I was at our little little fourplex place on Fulton, and Io was on his way over, and he came walking in and said, "You won't believe this. We just got Chris Weber. <laughs> what?" And yeah, I, I I remember that well. Were you Were you hyped about about getting Chris Weber? Yeah, I loved Chris. I was hurt. For I losing loved. Mitch. I I yeah. I don't want to say I didn't love Mitch Richmond, but I come on, man. Like that age, coming off the Michigan run. Yeah. Oh man. But, no, but I was all about we it. talked about this. I forgot who we were talking about, but Chris was uh, you know a little bit of a, a problem child. Mm-hmm. At least that was the perception. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh. didn't bother me. I didn't know. I, like I didn't. Have, I didn't. I didn't know that stuff. I didn't think it was a a bad move for getting Weber, but I loved Mitch, and I was like, oh, I loved Chris. Man. I think that was the that was the thing. I man. loved Chris. Boy, was I happy. Chris, mm-hmm. I think that Michigan team was the first college basketball team that I like really followed. Mm. Cause I had like my mom was like I was I convinced myself at that age I was a sports guy <laughs> I had Sports Illustrated and all that stuff so yeah. that's how I was able to you know I was I was locked in uh, that's where I really got locked into college basketball was that Michigan team that was that's why to this day to this day mm-hmm. I'm a Michigan team a Michigan fan those those guys right there the Fab Five thought they were so cool but no I don't remember where I was when Barry Bonds I have no freaking clue nah, neither do I. Trying to think of other like early sports memories. Like, I remember, I remember the uh, the Tyson Spinks fight. Oh man! Oh, I remember. Wasn't that eighty nine? I, I remember think it was that or ninety? Uh, th- was it eighty? No, maybe it was ninety. But I remember the. I remember everybody coming over. <laughs> I remember the, my grandpa ordered the pay per view. I people, remember it. People were feel so, like it was like eighty. I I don't know how much in my head it was like eighty bucks, but that just seems outrageous <laughs> for like nineteen. 30. Yeah, <laughs> it just seems outrageous for that time. But I re, I remember that day, and I mean, some of my early, like like vivid vivid sports memories are Tyson fights. One of my, one of the first things I remember Tyson fights as well, but it was uh, the Giants losing to the Cardinals game seven eighty seven in LCS, and then when they lost in eighty nine. To the A's, I cried. Ah, oh, little six-year-old Kenny, I cried. I remember that series. Where's Willie? Willie Green? You want to talk about Willie Green? <laughs> that's what you made that man re- alone. That's what maybe you remember. But, you said you wanted to talk about. Oh, I did. I wanted to talk about. Well, it wasn't necessarily about Willie Green. Was well, it, I, it, I like Willie Green, man. I like Willie the Green. tie-in was Willie Green. It was really about Mike Brown. Mm. I'll reference that. Okay, uh, we'll talk about that when we come back. Uh, Jason Jones joins us. Uh, we're we're going to have a great conversation with Jason Jones, as we always do. Yeah. Call us to J Street Vibes when he joins us next here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Jason Jones of the Athletic and the J Street Vibes podcast set to join us here in just a minute. Uh, before he does, and there's plenty uh, to cover. Nothing new on Aaron Judge or Arson Judge, um, but uh, Kyle Matson did tweet that the most improved player this year in the NBA should be DeArson Fox. Oh yeah, that boy can ball. Uh, so that's out there. Um, <laughs> you mentioned Willie Green right before the 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 break, uh, tying something from like three hours ago and twenty nine conversations ago uh, back in, and it really didn't have anything to do with Willie Green. Mm-hmm past the idea that I think people like to talk about MVPs and all of these different things, and they haven't really had a coach of the year discussion. And I think Willie Green is in that coach of the year discussion. We were talking about, you know, stories this year. Uh, is, is Joe Mazzola, the fact that the Boston Celtics have just picked up and kept moving wow. is a pretty freaking incredible story. Um, he's going to be in the coach of the year conversation, and Mike Brown is too. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. like like Coach Bud, it's not going to be him. Monty's probably not going to be him. Like those, those those guys have have done it. It's expected of them. But Mike, well, I, th- I think it's possible. I'm gonna say right now, if the, if the Kings get top six, Mike Brown wins that NBA Coach of the Year. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, and we will acknowledge uh, Jason Jones to the J Street Vibes podcast and The Athletic. We the ones. <laughs> indeed. Yes, indeed. Always, always, always. What do you think about that? If, 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 if things continue, obviously, to go well for the Sacramento Kings, Kenny, Kenny's, you know, right now they're a top six seed. Say they stick around with that as, as, as clumped up as the Western Conference may be. What do you think about Mike Brown as a Coach of the Year candidate? Uh, I generally don't like talking coach of the year this early, but if the king, <laughs> he's going to be in the mix. I mean, I know, I know we're supposed to do it because what we do, we entertain, we talk about these things, but. <laughs> well, I just, I, I feel it, like with coach of the year, it's not always like, it's not going to be Monty Williams, no matter how good the Phoenix Suns are. It's not going to be Mike Budenholzer, no matter how good the, 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 um, the, the, the Bucks are, I, but I think it could be Joe Mazzola because of the circumstances. Which oh, definitely. I, I think he would probably end up being the front runner just because of how he got the job. And okay. he's, he's never won the, you know, Mike Brown's won the award before, I believe, you know, so, you know, I mean, not under these been, circumstances, buddy. He has never won it under these I mean, circumstances. You know, yeah. But you know, <laughs> I know how voters think a lot of times voters kind of get like, well, you know, well, he's never gotten it before. And, I I mean, having been a voter, I always tried to avoid that, but it happens. And I think a lot of times voters like a story. And the Kings making the playoffs would be a story. But my man in Boston taking over in the midst of like some HBO, you know, Netflix special type scandal and say they win 65 games or something like that. It's going to be hard to knock that off. And -hmm. and if the Kings are, say, six, but what if they're only like – two games out of eight. Yeah. Right. You know, are, are people going to really jump around and be like, well, he got him into the playoffs. And I think in, even with, in terms of just how people will view it, you might look at maybe Monty McNair gets, you know, even though it's not a media vote, executive of the year, love, 
in that case, a lot of times voters love to spread the awards around. Because <laughs> if, we're, if we're doing awards based on merit, LeBron should have about 10 MVPs. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. you know, there's no way in the world we live in a world where Shaq and Kobe has one MVP and Steve Nash has two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's, there's a lot that goes into that voting. I'm probably saying things that voters don't want me to say, but hell, I don't care. I ain't voting. Well, there's also a possibility <laughs> that Jason Tatum is the MVP. That too. Yeah. And if he's the MVP, they may say, you know what? He, he was, he was good, but he had the MVP, even though that shouldn't be, that shouldn't exclude him. Yeah. That's like, you know, but they're like, you know what? He had the MVP. So maybe we look at Mike Brown over here and, you know, there's going to be a lot of different ways this thing can go. No. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's early, but Mike's going to be in there just because I think what, what helps Mike in this case is that a lot of folks don't watch the Kings. (laughs) <laughs> they just see the results and go, oh, my God, they won again. Yeah, we that's facts. We've we've learned that, that a lot of these that's, people who write exactly about basketball don't watch Sacramento. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a lot of people who cover the league don't watch the league at all, and it shows <laughs> in some of the things they say. Facts. Yeah. And my apologies to everyone for suggesting that I think Zach Harper might watch, because I read Zach Harper's write-up this morning. It is very clear Zach Harper does not watch the Sacramento Kings. He don't watch. He don't watch. Oh, don't I, watch. I haven't Hey, I haven't read my colleague's work yeah. today. So. I just realized. I'm sorry. I did not mean to do that. My sincerest apologies. I was like, whoa. I, I, <laughs> hold on. I, I just want to take Jason out. Jason, my sister, I don't believe that Zach has watched the Kings. All right, we welcome in Jason Jones of The Athletic who has uh, no. I got a message on Slack. Yeah. I'm in trouble now. <laughs> Did you know he was going to say that? Yeah, I'm sorry, a culture man. writer. I don't. I'm I, not an NBA. I didn't know. I just, my bad. Yeah, acknowledge sorry, my bad. culture writing work. Don't acknowledge me with the NBA anymore. Yes, now, now, um, but you guys are you guys are on something, man. And uh, I just can't wait for Mike Brown to win the Gary St. Jean Coach <laughs> of the Year award. <laughs> they keep the, they naming all, all these uh, all these awards. Yeah. The, the Gary St. Jean Coach of the Year award. I think um, I think he obviously has a good a chance as, as anybody, just with the story. Like the Kings are a story, you know what I mean? You, yeah. it, 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 I, I talked about this earlier. Um, Rick Carlisle's done a great job in Indiana, but he'd have no shot of winning the Coach of the Year because the Indiana Pacers made the playoffs like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Anybody gonna be tripping off that? Mm-hmm. But when you get into the story, the minutia of it all was saying Mike Brown took this team that hasn't been to the playoffs in 16 years, gone through nine different head coaches, and he's the one to finally do it. That's also part of the story to winning an award like that. You know what's crazy? When you said nine coaches, that number seemed low at first. <laughs> it was like, it's only been nine? <laughs> it, it I don't even like, know. It, it might be 10 or 11. I don't know. <laughs> it just, I mean, I'm not saying, I mean, I haven't, you know, I can go off of the coaches I had. I had Westfall, Keith Smart, Malone, uh, Corbin, George Carl, Dave Yeager, Luke Walton. That's already seven. Then yeah, Alvin Gentry's eight. Mm. Uh, Mike Brown is nine. And we don't we didn't go back to Reggie Theus, Kenny Nat, <laughs> Musselman. So yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> oh. That's why the numbers seem low. Oh my god. Because if you, it if you include, much remember was. remember we got George Carl, Michael Malone, and um Smart Ty Corbin oh, in the same Ty, all Ty. before the All Star break one year, <laughs> and the, the my, my favorite stat of that season was that Jeff Hornacek was the only coach to lose to every Kings coach. <laughs> That's and, amazing, and Jeff has not had a head coaching job since. Oh, uh, that'll do it. That'll do it. That is the that's on his resume, his internal NBA resume. Do not hire. He lost to uh, all of the Kings coaches the year they had three of them. Incredible. He's talking to like his people around the league, like Jeff. Man, you want to get back to coaching? Nah, it'll never happen. I lost to the Kings three times. I lost all three of their coaches, and they were. <laughs> it'll they never were, happen. I lost to Ty yeah, Corbin. Like that's a that's a very elite group of guys that lost to Ty Corbin. There's like three of us, and I'm one of them. <laughs> Shots at Ty it was, Corbin. It was quite a time to be alive around the Kings. Indeed, it but, was. But it's a better time now. It's yeah, a better we got, time. We put, we putting things in the air now, you know. We lighten it up, you know. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they're doing in SAC now, you know. I'm still waiting on that package, you know, from a friend Matt Barnes. They come out with something. Hey, like I'm the bean. Hey, look, look. No innuendos for a place of worship, okay? Because <laughs> that's what it is. It's a place of worship. 
Yeah, but a lot of people hey, would how, like the beam in a place of worship. you want to get into worship. the mindset of worship is on you, though? That's, you might hey. do a little something <laughs> to get your mind right to worship. Listen to the man. Some, some people pray. Some people bake. You know, you do what you got to do to some get Some people light the beam. Exactly. That's, that's it. You know, I don't judge. Yeah. I don't judge. I don't either. I'm, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Whatever you need to do to get ready. Yeah. And once again, I've taken us in a random direction, though. So. Well, oh boy, obviously you haven't been listening today. <laughs> today's like today's show was like a, a, a iPod on shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> we just we, Deion Sanders, uh, Brock Purdy. Your Raiders, still, Family Matters, still, Saved by the Bell <laughs> episode. Are we still mad at Dion? I I never was. I never was. I'm mad not at mad at Dion. I'm disappointed. My favorite part is this is people saying, "Well, he told us this, and then he didn't do it." So he did what every other college football coach in the history of college football does. Right. Now, why do you even believe? Why does anyone believe anything a coach says? Why now, does anyone believe? It? But but here but here's my thing with that because you're 100 percent right, but. We go ham on Brian Kelly, and we go ham on on Jimbo Fisher for having yeah. that type of mentality. So the the people that are like, "Why are you outraged at Deion Sanders?" That's what we do to all these coaches that do these things. He yeah, didn't, he's I, no I, different I mean, than those two. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I can't even be mad because I expect the guys to do it, especially when you go from three hundred thousand to five million. I mean, well, uh, I ain't trying to be in the next man's pockets like that, but. I think uh, a lot of times in our society, we ask people to do things we would never do. I don't know a person walking the earth who would who would have stayed at their job making three hundred thousand with five million on the table. Mm-hmm. But you want him to do it. Mm-hmm. Nobody's doing that. And I just think a lot of times we get caught up in the altruism and the it'll be a great story if he stays there and just builds up everyone. That man going to get paid. Well, And that's the thing. A great story for who? I don't know. It ain't going to be a great story for Dion, who's like, yeah, I left $30 million on the table. What's your point? Yeah, that's not a great story for him. Yeah, so I I, I, I see a lot of fake outrage with Dion, and it's like, I mean, the man made a song called Must Be the Money, and you mad that he went and got money. And, look, and can we point one other thing out that I don't think we addressed earlier when we were talking about this? When we talk about, you know, Dion saying, we talk about HBCUs and Jackson State University, you talk about these different places. We're in a whole new world of, of college athletics here. And you and I were discussing this privately. The game has changed. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. think JCU is going to be able to offer athletes what Alabama does, what USC does, what UCLA does, what some of these schools are going to be able to do with these NILs now, man, you're fooling yourself. Mm-hmm. If, if you think one guy is charismatic as that one individual is, if you believe that one guy can uplift an entire uh, 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 conference of, of, of universities – Man, you're you're just lying to yourself. Yeah, it's a whole new it's a whole new ball game. That's and it. I mean, look, it's at, not look, a level look, playing field. Not at all. I mean, as a Cal grad, I know Cal can't compete with USC and NIL. We just watched a starting linebacker transfer to UCLA. <laughs> <laughs> Between the transfer portal and NIL, I mean, because someone asked me how I feel about the transfer portal, I said, you know what? Coaches have had a transfer portal forever. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, they've been right. bouncing around right. whenever they yeah. feel like it. Yeah. Right. And even with this Dion thing, those are them guys who we want. They'll be in the portal and they'll be in Boulder <laughs> in a couple of months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And someone said, well, what if their families can't afford to go? Trust me, there's yeah, someone in Colorado. Oh, they can. Yeah, oh, yeah. Someone's going to get Travis Hunter to, mama, and, mama to a game. Yeah, they, they'll figure that <laughs> out. I Look, I don't have a problem with what Dion did. I've in a fairy tale world, I wish you would have stayed at the HBCU. I really do. But I mean, it's fairy tale don't pay the bills. Um mm-hmm. and that's what it is. And also, like I said, I You understand- know what a booster could have done? Y'all wanted Dion there so bad. You know what you could have done? Oh, how much is it? Thirty million? We got you. Uh, I bet you he would have stayed. Maybe. But that's not the way it works though. Maybe no. The the only the only thing and, and once again, I don't have a problem. I just see both sides is you guys mentioned it he did what every other coach did but but man he was talking and when Eddie Robinson Jr came out and said he's not swack see and and Dion responded no yes I am ain't nobody more swack than me he was gone a month later he talked a lot 
he talked a lot about this, and I think that has something to do with the heat that was coming on. Now he was doing what he yeah. was had to do to like sell his program, and do, like he did what he had to do. But we can't ignore the fact that he talked a lot about building this whole thing up and then left it. Yeah, I mean, I get that part of it too. I mean, but then again, this is Dion. This is what Dion has done his whole career. Remember, mm-hmm. Dion won a Super Bowl with the Niners and was what a cowboy the next season. <laughs> is this I man mean- worth twenty five million dollars? <laughs> That's a great cover. Cover. I was so yeah. pissed cover off. Sports Illustrated. I was pissed off. I said, Dion, you just left us, you jackass. Yeah. So I mean, I, I guess I'm maybe I'm just cynical at this point. No matter what Dion said. I always listen to the part where he said, I'll entertain offers. You know, mm. I did this. I got a combine out here. I said, y'all need to come out here and recruit our kids. But he always said, I'm going to listen. You know, he ain't he, he ain't never lied about that. Yep. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, and you know, people were saying, well, he said God put him there. Maybe God only put him there for three <laughs> seasons. I don't know. I don't, you know, I think everyone has different gods sometimes. <laughs> Maybe remember, remember God told Reggie White to take the money in Green Bay. That's what God said. You know, and, and, and you hey, know, and, and hey, as my man Bobani Jones, hey, if God can do if God can do math, a, a, a tie from the Colorado deal is way more lucrative than a tie from the uh, Jackson State deal. Anybody so know God, God could be in the economics too. Any, God any, did. Any, anybody know what God told? Anybody know what God told Ray Lewis? Oh, you no. know what? Never mind. Oh, see, never, see, never. See, see. Whoa. See, I, I'm okay. I was just asking questions. I'm a broadcast journalist. I don't know why I can't ask. I'm, a broadcast. I'm probably gonna get struck down in the next ten minutes for even starting this conversation. But hey, probably. I, I'm just saying. You know, everyone has a different God, and his God said, "You want the nice, the better facilities, and you want to live in Boulder, Colorado." That's what my God told me. He said, "Brother, you about the snow." You about the snow? Go on out there. Be 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 about the snow. Buy Carmelo Anthony's old house. Uh, I just think the uh, expectations for Dion were un, were 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 unfair. I I have a take on that Eddie Robinson thing that I just been trying not to fire off. But and and I respect is everything. It too, is it controversial? I mean, I'd like to hear it. No, it's not controversial. It's just like like yeah, like Eddie Eddie Robinson's fan. Obviously, they got a, a stake in HBCUs for a long time, and he yo. What thirty million dollar offer did Eddie Robinson Jr. turn down? Hey, I mean, he, he did. I, I'm, I'm he, not going to jump. No, I, I'm not one. trying to jump him. But, I'm not trying got, to jump him. But you got a point. Hey, you know what? That's it's what real. Was, it's real easy for me to say. Earlier, it's real easy for me to say. I'm gonna be loyal to my. I'm ain't never gonna cheat on my woman with Beyonce. That's really easy for me to say because Beyonce ain't sitting across the, or, or from me. But, winking at me, but if but, but if, if one was, of these schools is winging at Eddie Robinson Jr. offering fifty million dollars, you telling me, oh, I'm swack. But I, but if I'm Eddie Robinson, I'm like, that's fine. Go take the money. Don't come in here telling me what you are, because we know, because I know who you are. You're not gonna stay. So don't come in here telling me, yo, I'm I'm da 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 da. No, you're not. You're not because well, the second the, well because the second the second the offer is put in front of you, you're gonna leave. You're you're not. I'm, if I'm Eddie Robinson, I'm like, I'm not telling you I wouldn't do the same. I'm telling you, don't come in here telling me what you are when I know that's not who you are. I think it- And like I said, I mean, we're talking about Deion Sanders, one of the greatest salesmen of himself in sports history. And mm-hmm. I'm amazed at the number of people who are shocked that Deion Sanders sold himself into a bigger payday. Mm. It's like, are we really surprised that Deion went and got paid. Hey. I mean, and even with the thing with, you know, I get the, like I said, I get the, you know, he ain't swack. I get all that. But then again, I know a lot of guys who wouldn't be swack for $30 million. Yeah, no, for sure. Now, you know, just, and I, and I, but I also understand the point of where people say, well, he used them. He, but I was like, every coach uses his first job to get the next one. If that was the case, why didn't Urban Meyer stay at Bowling Green or wherever that, he was? That guy. Why why did Nick Saban ever move on? <laughs> yeah. But you the, know, the, I, I think we, we have this unrealistic expectation that people should be loyal in sports in a way that none of us would ever be loyal. Mm. If if another mm. publication offered me like ten times my salary, I'm not gonna be like, you know what? But I really love the athletic and <laughs> ten times my salary. No, I'm I'm not gonna do it. I'm just I, I'm going I'm athletic. Yeah. No, I'm about to get paid is what's going to happen. 
Now, and and I will. You gonna show the athletic that piece of that 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 letter of intent you just got? Be like, hey, what y'all gonna do with this? Who want to get in the transfer portal? With me? <laughs> <laughs> they said I can bring four of my homies. Hey, Zach Harper, come on! Oh, oh. this guy, little, little barista, not for me. No, no, he ain't coming through. <laughs> I could take Amy with me, but I'm I'm going to take Zach Harper just just for Casey. I'm gonna take Zach Harper, and I'm gonna make sure I get my man Draymond Green. Uh, a weekly column wherever I'm at. Yeah, sure New, guy. Media. I New media. New <laughs> media. I can't wait for, for Jason and Kenny and Draymond to hang out together. Now, hey, now look, I will say this, though, about what you just said, though. And in full transparency and being fair, there are plenty of people who told you and told us this was going to happen the day he signed. Yeah. And, we, and we were like, nah, nah, well, you know, maybe, but Dion. He's like, nah, trust me, I know who Dion is. He ain't here for long. He going they was a little more harsher, but it's like he's gonna use them for whatever he needs to use them for and use it as a catapult. And they were there were a lot of people who were on it from day one. Yeah, I, I'm more amazed by the people who thought that he would want to become the next Eddie Robinson and be at Jackson State for 20, 30 years. I'm like, are you serious? Mm. You know this is Deion Sanders, right? The man coaches with jewelry on. <laughs> I mean, nice. what are we thinking here? And and to me, that's kind of the craziest part about this is that people are mad at Dion for being Dion. And it's like, of course he was going to do this. But then again, like I said, I'm a cynic. I don't, I hold people to different, I look at things differently. I'm like, okay, Dion was Dion. Dion would have shocked me if 10 years from now he was still there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we've got tickets to see the Sacramento Kings take on uh, the District of Columbia. Uh, they'll be taking on Washington on December 23rd. We've got your tickets right now, 916-909-1320. We'll get you all set up. Caller number three, 916-909-1320. Again, Kings and Washington coming up on December 23rd. We'll have those tickets for you all week. Hey, I know who better be somewhere for 10 years. And that's Malik Monk. Needs to be here in Sacramento for 10 years and even more. My guy's finally here. It took six years, but he's balling, Jason. He's you balling. Want, want, it's my boy. Malik Monk in year 15. <laughs> <laughs> year 15. Malik Monk. Pay him that $20 million in year 15. Turn him into the, the Kings. Uh, was it, was it uh, Nick Collison? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah okay, see, still, yeah. Like, he's just a good guy to have in the locker room. He don't play anymore. Udonis but. Haslin, who's playing a lot more this year yeah, than I've really, ever seen him play. Udonis Haslin was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Like, Spo, like, I'm I not the camp, but why? What are we doing here? <laughs> I am not here for this. I'm just here to break up fights. I'm not here for this. What are we doing I'm here? here? To threaten people. Uh, okay. Real talk, Malik Monk. Did did you know? Like, you were a <laughs> Laker guy. Did you did you know that he was a, a, a? I mean, obviously, we all know Malik Monk is capable of scoring. We saw that last year with Los Angeles, but he is an incredible playmaker. I didn't know. I mean, not like this. I mean, you might as you see glimpses of it, but I mean, he's throwing passes. I'm like, whoa, what? Oh, you know, like I said, I shed a thug tear every time I see him. I'm like, man, doggone Rob Palenka in that cap. You couldn't keep my man Malik down there, you know. But yeah, this is like I said, he's a legit six man of the year candidate. Mm-hmm. He's he's playing well, and I guess you know he's not you know a a swinging gate defensively. All you know, I mean. He's doing, I mean, he's become like a glue guy. And I think mm. two years ago, if you would have told someone Malik Monk will be a glue guy on a winning team, they would say something like, number one, that team isn't winning if he's a glue guy. Mm. And if you're dependent on Malik Monk to do that, you got a problem. But I think for, for a guy who a year, you know, going in the last season had one minimum offer from the Lakers to what he's doing now, clearly something's wrong in Charlotte. There was something wrong out there. Mm. There was just not a... You know, sometimes it's about where you get drafted, who's coaching you, and I mean, you, if you look, if you watch Malik Monk in Charlotte at times, I mean, he always played well against the Kings for summer. You know, well, we know why that is because the Kings didn't guard nobody, but <laughs> he always played well against the Kings. But you'll kind of figure if you would have just read stuff about Malik and like not watched games, you would think Malik Monk couldn't play. Yeah. Yeah. And people kind of wrote Malik Monk off before last season, like he couldn't play. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we were a lot of people were wrong about him, and like I said, like I said on the on the on J Street vibes, the, the moment the moment Malik did that interview where he said, 
I'll take less money to stay in LA. I said, he's gone. Mm-hmm. I said, somebody got money out there for him. I said, ain't nobody taking, everybody said he's going to take less money until they see more money. <laughs> I said, we sh- I should have asked Malik to be like Coach Prime and be like, hey, man, come on. What you, here? What you done? You promised us. You said you would take less to stay here. You know, but yeah, I mean, Malik is best, definitely one of the better stories in the league, I think, in the last couple of years because mm-hmm. last year he showed that he is a legit NBA player, not just a scorer, into the bench type guy. And now, you said Malik Monk, the leader, you know, right. the you know locker room, you no know, voice. You know, it's, it, it's, it's, he's, like I said, truly one of the better stories in the league to watch over the last couple of seasons. And you know who should um, also deserves, you know, a little bit of credit at as well. Obviously Malik the most because he's actually out there getting it done. But Mike Brown and that coaching staff for allowing um, Malik Monk to play to his strengths and, and tailoring, you know, the game when he's in there, the offense to his strengths and allowing him to show the other uh, aspects of his game that maybe other coaches and other teams weren't allowing, you know, to him to, to show off. So I think, I think Mike Brown and that staff, they do a great job of, helping unlock his game and, and, and reach another level. You put you put a level of trust in him when you say, I want you to go out there and make plays. Mm. And you they put some trust in him. And I, and I, I, like I said, you saw glimpses here and there last year. Like, you know, one thing about him last season that surprised me was his ability to attack the rack, to go get in the paint. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I saw him in Charlotte, I didn't see a lot of that. So, like I said, like we said too, Malik is not an old guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so... He, you know, we just, we just, like you said, with a lot of these young guys, we just know them because we've heard about them since they were 14, 15 years old. Yeah. So by year five in the league, we're like, okay, God, aren't you 30 yet? It's like, no, I'm 24. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I think I said Malik is definitely one of the, I mean, he's the reason why the Kings have won a lot of these games. Mm. You know, he's yeah. been, he's been that good all season. So, I mean, like I said, I think, uh, Bobby might need to move over and, you know, welcome another six man of the year if this keeps up. Yeah, there you go. And that's that's obviously that's going to be the King's award the- when they don't give it to Mike Brown. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're going to put this one over here. Let's give the Kings Malik Monk over here. Let's go ahead and do it like that. Malik going win the Bobby Jackson six man of the year award. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all just changing the name, changing the name of every award. They though. name everything. Uh, we, we, we got an award. We got a trophy now for the team with the most regular season wins. Like, come on, man. We do. We, we're. We're, we're doing a lot here. As a Dodger fan, I'm offended by that award. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Um, another thing about Malik is we just continue to harp on how great he is. Uh, not just his play on the on the floor, his playmaking ability, ability. He seems to have emerged as a real leader for this squad, too. After the team lost three in a row before that Indiana Pacers game, he was the one at the podium saying, no, we're, we're fine. He was the one during when the team had lost four in a row. We're right there. We're, 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 we're right there. We're going to learn to close these games out. We're going to be better. Said after that three-game losing streak, we're not going to splinter. We're not going to break apart. Um, and it seems like he's a guy that this team really rallies around. Yeah, and it's like kind of reminds me of what happened when Shump arrived. Mm. When you gave yeah. them a, you know, you gave them a guy with some swagger and, you know, a guy that just, just – I mean, you need, you need a guy or two like that. You need a guy with some swagger, a guy who will say those things. And he's also a good enough player that when he says it, it matters. Mm-hmm. Like when Tristan went off last year, that was still Tristan. And we all knew Tristan wasn't going to be around long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then, you know, everything Tristan said last year was true. Yeah. It was like, come on, this ain't, you know, you need one of your guys that really, who's going to be a part of the core of the team to be that guy talking and, like I said, it definitely ha- gives me some reminder of that time when, Sh- when Shump, but, you know, when Shump came in and some of the younger guys kind of gravitated to him. And, you know, because De'Aaron's not necessarily a big, loud, vocal guy like that, maybe Davion's kind of a kind of a grinder type guy. You get a guy out there with a little swag who's going to say a thing here or there. You, 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 need, you need some guys like that on the court. You know, I think between him, a guy like T.D., you you finally got some guy. You got more guys on the team who were tough, and I think mm-hmm. one of the knocks on this on the Kings for years is they just weren't tough. They didn't have tough guys, and being tough doesn't necessarily mean having a big seven footer on the court and knocking people down. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot more toughness in this group, just collectively. Like that energy and that spirit is rubbing off on people, as opposed to you got one guy going all out. Because I mean, if you if you say Monk, uh, Davion. 
and TD are kind of like those grinder type guys at times. That's three guys right there. And then if you got those three guys in the mix, the other guys have to kind of follow along. Before, we've had one guy trying to, like, I used to feel bad for Garrett Tipple back in the day. Mm. Garrett trying this damn display defense. Yeah. The other guy's looking at him like, what are you doing that for? <laughs> so, what are you doing that for? Like, hold up. We don't we do not do that. We're, we all trying to get our shots up. Why are you giving all your energy on that end? You can't get shots up doing that. Buddy so, pulling Garrett know. aside like, hey, what you doing, bro? What was like, that you were doing? Like, come here, man. Let's talk for a second. You can't be doing all that in front of the coach and everything, man. You know, we trying to chill. And you out here in a, you know, got your hands out trying to get ready to. Man, we don't do that. You out here deflecting passes. Look at you trying to get a stop. Man, a, get out the way and get the ball In a defensive stance. If you don't stand up straight. <laughs> if you don't stand up straight out here. Um, <laughs> real quick. Six game road trip on deck for the Kings, starting with Milwaukee. What are you thinking about these this six game roadie, man? Is is this something that may signify if this is a different Kings team this time around? Does it have to do with the record or the mentality? Like, what are you thinking about these next six games on the road? I think it's twofold. It's definitely the record. I mean, wins are wins, losses are losses. But what I want to see is if this Kings team is like, you know what? Let's go for four and two. Let's not be a team that says, you know what? If we beat the Knicks, that's a game we're supposed to get. And if we lose the other ones, well, we weren't supposed to win. They should be out there like, we should be able to get every game. And bad teams go out there and say, you know what? Let's go ahead and beat the Knicks. You know, that ain't my alarm, by the way. Like we always got something. My girl says she's sorry. She is young. Jay's got to go pick up the kids. Oh, not not to go pick up her. She was picking up her kid. Oh, okay. (laughs) Got to go pick up the kids. It's always something with me. That's all right. I wouldn't come on camera and say hi, but she she like she says she ain't got her hair and stuff right to be on camera. Oh. Come on now, just come say hi. It's all good. She said, she said, mm-mm, and I ain't going to argue. You know, she ain't going to yeah, cut me over that. Like, going to have me on, in front of these people looking like, you know, I think she looked beautiful, but if she says she don't want to be on camera, who Man. am I? I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, like I said, I got to get off this thing eventually. And if I do something crazy, I eventually got to, like, eat some food in this house or something. <laughs> You're talk- Jay, you're talking too much. You're talking too much right now. <laughs> just go ahead. Just go ahead. Go. Like, what about Anthony Davis? He's been pretty good lately. Man, that ain't no lie. I just Anthony, saw, I saw Davis, a stat. A, a, Anthony Davis then, then becomes Shaq. I'm like, what is this? I, I just saw a stat. He's averaging 49.5 in his last two games. That's crazy. <laughs> what? He had, he had an easy like 55 and 17. And it's like... What? 49 said, and yeah. a half. I was like, yeah, wait till you get that uh, Lakers-Kings conference finals, you know. Let's go, oh, baby. Let's get it. Let's get it. I, Come I, on. I, I, I see the vision now. I see the vision, see. <laughs> you know. Remember when we asked about Anthony Davis in the offseason? Remember to read. Re, well, I remember. We, okay. I right. remember. Got, I was just asking. I just, remember because okay. I was the one that was like, hey, Man. y'all tripping. Man, that's all right. You I said was it like, too. Again, if you stay healthy. People act like Anthony Davis was me on the court. Like the Lakers <laughs> got to trade him and get what they can now. Man, that dude is like, bad. That dude is yeah, bad. Yeah, so yeah, whatever AD has done, I fully endorse it. Yeah, so yeah. Kings, Lakers, Conference Finals, it's on the way. You see it. Was, you, you, we all see it coming. Top two seeds in the West. Let's get, well, damn. Let's Lakers go. Let's go listen to Jason Jones. Lakers, Lakers coming up to two? That's, that's crazy. Let's, let's, <laughs> yeah, Lakers actually can make outside shots now. It's amazing what happens if you start making some shots. <laughs> A whole different ball game, Jay. We appreciate you, uh, Jason Jones, Always. the Athletic J Street Vibes podcast. You are, are we good to let you go? Yeah, yeah, you good to let me? Yeah, okay. Good, I just want to make sure. I'm, I'm, you know, uh, if you get a if you get a text with like nine one one, we we you know, I'm gonna drop my location. Come yeah. get me. We'll, we'll we'll just take you out the stream. We'll keep the camera hot just in case. We we we, we appreciate you, brother. Thanks, Jay. All right, y'all. Thank you. All right. Next week. Uh, make sure you check out the latest episode. I of- told you about coming into. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's in the camera like, what? What? I said he was beautiful. What's, what's the problem? Uh, make sure you check out the latest episode of the J Street Vibes podcast and, of course, all of uh, Jason's wonderful work over at The Athletic. Uh, we're done. 
uh, we're headed out to college basketball. Yeah, man, big time game. Illinois number sixteen in the nation. Number two, the Texas Longhorns. Six game road trip kicks off tomorrow. Oh, uh, yeah. Make sure you that you're here with us at noon on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. Holla. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.